Okay, ladies and gentlemen, good evening. And we are going to resume uh, Rabbeinu Yonah. And we spoke about last night uh, and the night before the very important, very important concept. Something like the Achovus Lavovus in his Shara B'Tachon elaborates as well. And that is that no human being um, can truly help you or hurt you. They can be the Shliach. And of course, all of Hakaras Hatov, all of uh, um, having gratitude is to the people who are the Shliach because Hashem uh, empowers people who are looking to do mitzvahs to be the person doing the mitzvahs. Therefore, if a person helps us as a chesed or a charity or uh, gives you a ride or a place to sleep, you know, I, I said the other day during Tehillim, I, it's, you know, this for me really... Um, the, the COVID-19, and in general in life, you realize I was, you know, recently I was involved in something where um, the student of somebody for many years helped the Rebbe. I mean, you know, I, uh, it's just like, you know, how the world turns. It was uh, a student uh, of a teacher, like by yeshiva, and this teacher's son uh, had issues, you know, they always say you can pick your children, you can pick your in-laws, your son-in-laws or daughter-in-laws, you can't pick your, son, your children. Hashem gives even big, righteous people children sometimes which are challenging. And this this, person, this rabbi had a very challenging son. Uh, and which is amazing to me is that the student of this rabbi was really the shliach to help him because, you know, like Shlomo said, shlach lach said, sometimes you throw your bread in the water and the people who you help are the people that can help you very, uh, very often as well. That's not why you do it, but just a, a reality of it. That, but I think it's also a reminder, and this really COVID nineteen to me is that every human being has is dependent on others. Uh, we say rabbis fechesreinan that we all have needs. So everyone helps each other. All there is nobody, nobody who is not. Dependent sometimes it's uh, doctors uh, or or nurse practitioners or you know the people smiling on the street at you and being friendly giving you advice uh, to charity to loans I, I think I once mentioned or Philip David Shlita one of the one of the great rabbis of New York who's been here a few times I consider one of my rabbim once remarked to me uh, that he said or Phil David told me he said he was by one of the uh, is with, actually, since about 30 years ago, before Uber, uh, he was with one of the richest, and he, and he told me the person was, one of the richest people in New York, um, like a billionaire type person, and the person, he had to take a cab, they were at a, a hall, the person had to take money for a cab, and so this billionaire, uh, this this billionaire, Rafael David told me he gave him a loan. He gave him the money to, to, to use for the cab. He says, even the billionaire, even a wealthy person, everyone, we're all dependent one on, on uh, one to another. People, there's a need in this world for people need things. And, and we're, all, we're all like that in, in, in different ways at different times. So it's important we keep in mind that we're all needing, we're all needing. We have to have a karasatov to thank the people who help us. There's no one, um, you know, who, you saw it, Prime Minister Boris Johnson uh, was on his deathbed, and uh, he was very grateful to the NHS in, in, in England. Well, that is the, the the true way to be. But at the end of the day, as we as we learned, that whether it's the good or the bad, it all still comes from Hashem. 
and whether it's the NHS or the person giving you the loan or anyone else, they, they can only do it for you. They can only help you, and, and we're trying, talking about more acutely, they can only hurt you uh, if Hashem decrees. And therefore, when people are scared of human beings, what they're really doing is forgetting about Hashem. They're, they're taking Hashem out of the equation, out of their, out of their mind, and that itself is a terrible, great severa, to go ahead and not think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, during the Papas. So that's what we've talked about the past few days. I'm going to pick up on another Nakuda tonight, which is also essential to be Tachon, and especially in our times, you know, especially during the times we're, we're living in now. So I mentioned that, one, that the, the, the baseline of Bitochan, which is a Pashat, is that all the promises that the Torah makes, it's, it's fundamental that Hashem will do. So if Hashem, the Torah says, keep Shabbos, uh, that you will, and you will not lose out, you will not lose out, right? A hundred percent. Any money that you would have made on, on working on Saturday at the mall or wherever you may be will be lost in different ways and in different places. Right? A person never wins when they, when, they, when they break the Torah. If Hashem promises you that if you do Meiser uh, to us at the time of... Today, giving a tenth of Meiser is a little bit more questionable, but uh, certainly if you give Meiser to us, uh, you'll be become wealthy, and you're careful, you will become wealthy. If there are other promises in the Torah, that if you do keep it up the end, you'll have a long life, all these promises are 100% guarantee in and of, it, of itself. But what about the things that are not promised? Who says, who says that, um, you know, you're going to be successful in this, or you're, 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 your business is going to, we have a great business right now, and it's going to be successful. Who says that's going to be the, the, the case? Who says that, um, now, you know, we, we mentioned, and I'm, you know, everything's context, uh, right? Very often, Hashem gives us things which are for our best, which we, that's Gamzul Tova, which we talked about already. But are we allowed to have Bitochan when things look doom or gloomy or a little dark? And right now, there's no promise, right? Uh, oh, where, where does that come from? So, and, we, and just to re- remind ourselves and that, that Ramchal Shira gave about Kivoy, about hope, is very, very important because uh, Rabbi Yona uh, touches on it, albeit not talking about Kivoy. We have to have Bitochon completely on the mercy of HaKadosh Baruch What does that mean? I mean, so who says you can have pitach and you can have trust? Well, if you know, if you understand that the, the most merciful person you can imagine, the most kind person who wants 100% your best interest, they care about you, they only want your best interest. And they are controlling all of the strings as we've been just discussing. They have complete control of everything in the, in the equation. Well, if, if that person was complete control, I, you know, I think about my wife. Uh, she would have, I, I can't think if she would ever want to hurt me in any way, form, or fashion. Um, she's not perfect, and she's, I mean, she's much better than I am, but she's not perfect. It could be she messes up once in a while, once every few years. But she's not, I, I do know that to the, to the largest degree, I would, if, if I'm in her hands, if she's deciding my faith, my wife, whoa, I'm in good shape. I feel very, I feel very good about the situation. Um, my, now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, more than our parents, more than our spouses, more than the most merciful person we could ever imagine, 
has rachamim on each one of us. And, and therefore, it's, listen to the Lashon of obligates to truly have bitachon on Hashem's mercy. His mercy is abundant. On his great acts of kindness, which is, uh, which is unique to each one of all, which, or to all, all, of, all of us, uh, which is specific to us. Uh, I have bitachon on what? On your chesed. On your chesed. Uh, so in, in, it's twofold, by the way. It's number one, that my current situation um, is exactly what I need. This situation is exactly what I need, right? Now, I'm going to tell you, it's interesting. Somebody called me up today um, that there was a, a very righteous person who they knew, uh, who passed away, and it's been some time already now, and they just, they, 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 they they're, they're, every time they think about it, they cry. Um, and they called me up really for perspective and for a little physic, and longer and larger conversation. But one thing that this person needs to know, and what we need to know, is when this person, when Shemayim decreed, and I was part of it was a, a more philosophical, which is not for now, but when Hashem decreed it, it was also, they had in mind this person. <laughs> it's an unbelievable thing. That, that this death is supposed to shake them up and change them and transform them. So, you know, Hashem puts us in everyone, all of our experiences, all of our upbringing. You know, I, I very often... I, you know, I, there are people who come to me. Um, I think I, I, I'm in my office now. I've had it. I've had this conversation. I kid you not, more than once. It's like the weirdest thing. I'm, I'm, I have people sitting right across from me, and I'm asking them about their parents who just passed away or their relative, and I'm going to eulogize them. I'm going to masper them. Like, you tell me things. And sometimes, sometimes it's not often, but I, I have had people come and say to me, well, I was... I've, I was really upset that my father went to me to this school or did this to me. Like, first of all, it's a sad thing. It's it's tragic. I would say this is what they think about by their eulogy, um, you know. But beyond that, um, let's say let let let's let's say a, a child is put to a sent to a school, which they don't um, they don't think is their, for their best. And maybe if they had a choice, they wouldn't pick it. But if Hashem chose, like I remember my friends, and I have a chashiv, a very chashiv friend, one of my good friends, uh, albeit a man so in touch with him, is in a very large community. He is a uh, a big ask, and he's very involved in the community matters. He's a very charitable person. Um, with the, he's written books and gives shir, and he's a all around superstar. I remember we were studying together in the Mir Yeshiva. And his older brother, oh no, we started in the mirror, and then we went to Lakewood together. That's what happened. Uh, his and his older brother. So I, he told me something. Lakewood. His older brother um, was not yet married, and his parents had a hakbada, right or wrong, right or wrong, 
I'm not saying I would necessarily do this, that he really shouldn't be dating until his brother, who is not that much older, is married. They didn't want that. Now, whether they should do that or not, I, I personally, I'm not a fan of that. Um, but he was very bothered. And uh, he went to the Mashkir Chalik with Ramat Salman. And he said to Ramat Salman, he said, you know, it's not fair. You know, my parents are making me wait. And so Ramat Salman told an amazing thing. It's really an amazing thing. He said to him, you know, when Hashem put you in this world, he picked your parents. He, he, he gave you the parents you were supposed to have. As imperfect as they may be, and the fact that you have to deal with this, this is how Hashem picked for your neshama. It was for your best, which means it, sometimes people go to schools or have experiences. If we, we have to talk, really, these could be the, 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 the moments which make us in this world. You know, I gave, again, I, I can't I, I, I'm, I know my own self. I, I have things that I would love to be different, you know, and, I, and I, try, I try my best to accept why can't this, you know, that if Hashem gives, it's from Hashem, it's from Hashem. But I said, again, just my own, you know, personal vignette, which I've mentioned, having Epstein-Barr chronic fatigue was actually a very big benefit for me. Would I choose that? <laughs> no way. When I had it, did I pray for it to disappear? Yeah, did I did I go to certain schools in my youth where if I would pick, I would may or not want to. I wouldn't I, for sure. I wouldn't have picked some of the schools. But you know, when I look at it now, I look at you know what I gained from it, and, and, and the extent I thought certain things were negative. What I do believe a hundred percent is that for whatever reason, um, Hakadosh Baruch Hu put me you know in that moment at that time you know, and, and that's what it is. And so it's really twofold. It's number one is the the rachamim, but. Humans are humans, but the rachamim number one is whatever current situation we're in. Hashem, it's not like if we're in a school we don't want to be in, or we're, we're we're in a situation we don't want to be. Uh, you know, there are all kinds of individuals who have children or who are either challenging, uh, emotionally challenging, uh, behavior-wise. Some people have children who are special needs or special or real special needs, and like you know, they, all they wanted was a normal child. There, people, you know. Uh, I, I dealt once with a parent who had a child who had real anger issues, like hey, sweet lady, like real anger issues. And you have know, this, you know, you think to yourself, like, what in the world is this? How does that even happen? You know, why is this fair? Um, and the answer is, you know, for whatever reason, this family had to experience this, and that is the rachamim for them. That means there's a rachamim in the situation itself. Other people want to have children for whatever reason. You know, the Hashem decrees, and sometimes it allows them, you know, to focus more on the relationship with Hashem, to do more for the Jewish people. The Chazan Ish, for example, did not have children. My own grandmother, my own grandmother, uh, had a very hard time having children, and she's married for a few years. I'm positive that I'm alive, uh, even though she lost her first husband, uh, because she had a, a lot of little kids, she would have been killed with a little kid. There's no way she could have escaped. Uh, during the Holocaust. She ended up having my aunt in the middle of the Holocaust, my half-aunt, uh, but that's a different story. But, but really, she would have had a, a lot of kids, and there would have been no way, really, for her to have escaped and, uh, you know, things of that sort. So, you know, you know, we don't know what's our best, but we do need to know, and this gets back to my point, is that the matzah that we're in, the situation that we're in, is mamish, mamish, literally, is with Hashem's rachim, but even so, when it's not geschmack, it's not sweet. You know, we can have, we should, we should know, we will be talking, 
then Hashem's Rachman is so great that we can change our situation right now. That our situation could be better. Could be, as I mentioned last night, tuna to Kaharafayan, in a moment, everything could change. Where does that come from? Hashem has so much Rachamim on us, so much mercy on us. And Hashem has Be'etzim Chesed. We don't always get the Chesed. We don't always know why it is. And there's this person coming today who's so distraught. You know, the fact that they have to have this experience of loss, um, and it's a real loss, is what Hashem wants from there. There's a Chesed there for them. I'm not saying there's not real pain, there's not real tragedy. There is. But there's also a chesed that this person needed to have this experience and have the ability, the opportunity to transform their selves, um, to, to better themselves, uh, you know, at, at, the, at, the, at this moment. You know, there's another Pasuk in says, Vani Kazayis Ranana. This is like, a, like an olive, like a fresh green olive tree. Beves Elohim. Batachti bechesed Elohim. Oilam ve'ed. David Melech said, constantly, I'm fresh. You know what? How are you fresh? David Melech, you know, we think challenging in tough times. You imagine a father-in-law who mamish wants to kill you, who attempted murder. You know, Shaul, I'm not saying Shaul, whatever we learn Navi right now, but Shaul was an attempted murder. There's no question about it. He tried to kill David. Was he allowed to kill David? Maybe more of a Malchus, but he clearly tried to kill David more than once. Uh, his father and brothers thought he was, he was illegitimate. And for not for days, for Pasha years. <laughs> for Pasha years. You know, his son, one son rebels openly, tries to kill him. Another son greatly disappoints. Actually, more than one son. Amnon, um, Adonial, they are great disappointments uh, for him. You know, he, he's, he has all kinds of disappointments. And you know, I look at... You know, I, I want the stories I'm most bothered in the Torah. Most bothered. I'm, all, I'm always, you know, maybe because I'm a rabbi, uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm a small rabbi, but there, I, I appreciate big rabbanim. You know, and, I, and I, it always bothers me when I see uh, people badmouth tzaddikim in general, because I think it's terribly destructive. It bothers me because I don't think they appreciate what Torah and what galas and what righteousness is. Um, it also bothers me, particularly when I hear people badmouth people that they benefited from, whether it's a parent or a teacher or anything like that. And you imagine, whatever I think about it in the Midbar, about Moshe Rabbeinu, like these people could rebel against Moshe at any level who had saved them from being complete slaves. It's like so bothersome. It's so, it's so terrible. And then I think that David also, I always, whenever I learn, I learn Navi, I finish Amir Hashem every two years. So I'm always learning Navi. As I mentioned last time, I'm learning Daniel right now. Um, so, you know, whenever you get to David and Avshalom, like, imagine David was, the, wasn't a king, he was in his 38th year or something like that when Avshalom rebelled. Uh, and you have David, the king who, who when, they, when he, became, he was the one who killed Goliath, they were under attack by the Plishtim when David introduced the Kali Yisrael. He was a person who expanded their borders, took off the Plishtim, the, the, who had been abusing them for decades, who, who, who made a kingdom, the, the kingdom, a unified kingdom was David. And you could rebel. You could rebel against him. It's like so mind-boggling. Um, but what does David say? You can be always fresh. You, never, you, never, you don't see David till the day, till he's on his deathbed, loses vitality. You know, most, and I, and I say this, you know, most people, 
you feel like when they don't have bitachon, they, 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 something dies in them. It's either dead. It means like there's a loss of energy. There's a loss of of of, of, uh, of, of, of vitality, of smiling, of strength, of emunah, of belief in themselves, belief in the world. David, no matter what happens, and that's why, again, Mashiach has to come from David. That's why the Malchus is Malchus-based David, the kingdom of David. That's why David, at the end of time, will give the bracha of Kos Yeshua's Esav, Hashem Hashem Ekra, because David was the ultimate of Bitochon. He was the ultimate of faith, which means he always knew whatever comes my way, it's for my best. It, 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 it's for my, it's for me to gain from. It's for me to glean from. It's for me to benefit from. Even though I don't understand, why, why me? Why am I in this? No, because for whatever reason, this is the experience that I need to fix my soul, to fix the world. You know, it, it could be that this child, you know, David ultimately gets Avshalom into Gan Eden. You know, whatever it is. You know, this child, if he ever had any other father in the world, it would have been whatever. But that always is fresh because of Bitachon. And it wasn't just that he knew everything is best. He always believed it could be better. How did Dovin know that? Because as he says, he believes in the Rachamim, in the Chesed of Hashem. I believe in the Chesed of God forever and ever. He understood that, like, that, like you would imagine the most kind, merciful person that you could ever imagine, and magnify that times infinity. And, and that is what Hashem is. Hashem is only going to give, judges all of us with complete rachamim. And sometimes we don't understand it, we don't get it, because we, we're, we're, we, don't, we don't have a full picture. And we're biased. And we, we think that having every comfort in the world, that's what life is about. Well, who doesn't want that? You know, well, who doesn't want that? It's, that's, the, that's the human nature. And we also, in the world's equation, how we fit into the world and the messianic process, each one of us, right, we also don't know what really our potential is. And what's, you know, we don't know what, when we're pushed a little bit, how that could, could transform us. Now again, if we don't have bitachon, life could break you. <laughs> you don't have bitachon and you have, you know, uh, you have challenging children, spouses, jobs, health, um, finances, uh, you, have, you have a challenging nature. Some people are born, they're nervous, or they have OCD, or, or they have other il- uh, emotional health issues. Um, that, that, that's challenging, you know? And if you, you could have a talk on it and, and, and rise with those challenges, or you could just be bitter. You really just could be bitter. And you could be sitting in the rabbi's office at your father and mother's death, Dang your eulogy and still looking at 60 years. I really don't like how he always raised. I must tell you, Rabbi, I really, when I look back, it's painful. Right? Now, I, I, again, there are, there are evil people in this world. I, you know? So I said, like, like, were your parents, were they purposefully like, no, but they didn't get me or this. So you, that was experience. Again, you, you needed that experience. You know, this person doesn't focus on all the good. Right? But it, it, forgetting everything else, if Hashem gave that situation, that's what you needed for whatever reason. I don't know what reason, right? Whatever reason. I I I mentioned it once this once. I heard about Wallerstein, uh, a Wallerstein who was very close to my wife's family, and he was abused as a kid twice, and he today helps all kinds of people. And he said, uh, you know, uh, he's a very influential person in in Brooklyn. 
Um, that was those experiences that he channeled it to be able to help others. But he, he, when he did say, he could have broke him. <laughs> I mean, that, that I, I will tell you, and you you don't have to, to ask. Listen to me. You read any study of people who are abused as kids. There is uh, there is all kinds of long term emotional health consequences of, of re- things that come out years later. Uh, because if you don't have the tachan, if you don't think to yourself, and again, I'm not, I never judge uh, in general anyone who had traumatic experiences. I think it's uh, only Hashem could judge such people. But what, what, what does happen is if you, don't, if you don't take it in the right way, it will break you. When you're in pressing situations, you could, you could collapse. Uh, the difference of one and the other is batachti in Hashem's rachamim. Hashem is mercy, but Tachti David is always like a fresh, with vitality, with song, with prophecy, with 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 strength, and that strength and vitality. You know, vitality of course, vital in Latin means life. It all comes. It comes from David's bitachon. Pirish says Rabbeinu Kizayis Rana Shahoidu Allah Kim Koshana. This this evergreen uh, olive tree is uh, it doesn't die. It was it's alive the whole year in the Mediterranean. Kim Bitchini Bahoidu Vakoicho Bakhoi says I my 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 trust in Hashem's exaltedness and his strength is at all times. Gambia Satsara Kraifa and even when everything looks black and everything looks stark, and everything looks like it's really a bad situation, and there's no hope, and there's no, I just, not, this is just never going to happen. Gambia Satsara Kreva, Vatikva Atsula, now this is mamish like the Ramchal, Vatikva Atsula min Abatokhan Hazah, and this hope, this, uh, he doesn't talk Kabbalistically like the Ramchal, but this hope comes. The hope, which, which which means when even when I look, you know, let me give you an example. When a person is in, if a person would have true on, they can be not college educated, um, forgetting Penn, forgetting something like that, you know, any college, you know, uh, lowly college, I don't know, Berkeley, something like that, uh, Hastings, maybe Harvard, ah, you know, uh, whatever, Joe Society, you know, uh, you know, Fresno State College, you know, no college, garden, nothing, 50 years old, and it, they can, they would, they would have enough bitachon, they can conquer the world. <laughs> they can conquer the world. They, because they're, they're not locked. You know what, you know what, you know, I, 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 I was dealing with, you know, and this is true, by the way, uh, you know, with a parent instantly, and then to another kid, I said, the problem with the kid is, there's their self-image of themselves is negative. So you have bad self-image, you don't believe in yourself. You're not going to accomplish. Uh, you, you can't accomplish. But forgetting your own self-image, which I, is which is so chashev and so important, when you when you have be, a belief in Hashem's mercy that Hashem can help you at any situation, even you would look to yourself like I'm just I'm, it's uh, it's it's intractable. Like the mistakes have been made already. No, there's nothing that's sad in life when you know, they're talking about Hashem. It's, it's, it's twofold. It's on a rational level, it empowers you, and on a metaphysical, on a spiritual level, it becomes a of that, that, that leads to uh, your success. Uh, we're, you know, we're learning, this is the time of Sirius Oimer, and Yekiva is the biggest teacher of this. 
Rabbi Akiva is a person who's 40 years old, he's an Amaaretz, he's poor, <laughs> he is a shepherd with the worst yichos, and by the time he passes away, he's the Gadol Hador, he's the future teacher of all Torah, all, we, are all, we are all students of Rabbi Akiva, he's extraordinarily wealthy, he has, they're probably the best shidduch in Klai Yisrael, is to marry into Rabbi Akiva. How does that happen? Because Rabbi Akiva was also a person who can always saw the hope, always saw the good, always saw, even when he looks at his foxes on, on, on the Harabayas, he's seeing Hashem's Rachamim, that this is part of the Messianic process. This is all part of Nevoah coming true. And when the Tikva comes from this Bitochan, the Bitochan of Hashem's Rachamim, the Bitochan of Hashem's mercy, um, keep even when a person say, "Who am I to tell? I have so many sins." have faith, have hope. When you put your hope on the Rachmim Hashem, it's not. We're not putting faith because of our righteousness. Daniel says, "It's because of your abundant mercy." Hashem hears prayer. Whenever divri avoras govern many, whenever yachal yisrael, Hashem puts their hope to, to God. Toichelas, as we mentioned, appears kigam b'avonas rabo lamala roish harba imofus. Even when there's many sins, we connect to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We connect to Tikva. And again, the the Ramchal elaborates on this kabbalistically how the kav works. It's harba imofus. Hashem is always there to give us salvation. Shnispar achav hu yifdes yisrael mikol avoy naisam. Hashem will be paid to us from all of our sins. Begin can imgavru alav tsaris, and when tsaris come, v'nichna mipneihem, and we are we are humbled because truly, if you the, the connected to the ability to have bitachon is humility, is the belief that it's not up to me, because if it's up, to, you know the Kutzker used to say, where do you find a kadosh baruch anywhere you let him in. Because if you think it's if you think it's up to you, <laughs> it's up to you. Then you don't need Hashem. I, I mentioned if you if you fear man, you you forget about Hashem. But if you think it's up to you, you don't need Hashem. I have a I don't need Hashem. But when you have humility, when you feel, right, and, I, and I mentioned a few several weeks ago in the beginning, the Zayar that says that the best way of prayer uh, is when a person prays like an ani, when a person prays. Uh, like a pauper. Actually, I think. Find it real quick. One second. Yeah. The desire says in Parshas Bullock that um, it says Tefillah L'David Hat Hashem Aznei Aneini David says Tefillah L'David you should turn your ear to me and answer why should Hashem answer me? because it says Ki Ani Ve'evion Ani David says I'm an Ani Ve'evion where did David learn this that he's an Ani Ve'evion? He learned it from the humblest of all uh, all, all men. The, the, the Chazal say, the Zara says that Ramosh Rabbeinu, he said, his owner said, Tfilah Ani, 
Uh, and that was the ultimate uh, tefillah. It was tefillah l'ani. And David learned from that tefillah l'ani that when a person is an ani, and this is actually a very, very important thing in general, I mentioned a few weeks ago in passing, that when a person prays like they're an ani, they, they, are, they are broken. Which really means they're broken. It's a, that the Chazal said that a person, that, a person that leave nishbar, a broken heart, their prayers are the most listened to prayers. And when they feel it is totally and absolutely not up to me. That's the prayer that's right. But you know why? Because that's always true. Because it's never up to us. All we can do is our hashtalas. Any success, any bracha that comes is not, is only because our Kaddish Baruch Hu gives it. When it feels like la'ani, then it's not, it's left the world of cerebral, it's mamash in our kishkes. It's mamash in our gut when you're an ani. When you feel that, that I'm so poor, like a person who says, I have no money to buy my next meal. It's all Hashem. I don't even have a job. I have no guilt and I need to eat. I have nothing. That's a tefillah la'ani. When a person thinks, the only way this person will be healthy, the only way my child has so many disabilities, the only salvation can come from Hashem. I have such problems at work. I have my marriage, my, my fears. A person, you know, to break their midas. A person wants to fix themselves. And they think they've tried for 10 years to become more calmer, to become more happier, to become more diligent. Then you dive in with the tefillah. That is the most powerful of prayers. You know where it comes from? It comes from the reality that you finally realize at that moment. That's why humility and talking are very connected. It's, it's everything really is from Hashem. It's not from you. Right? It's your boteach in Hashem and not in yourself. Um, and that's actually, the, the Zohar elaborates on that tefillah only by David. Uh, and, 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 and it says, amili." David says until him, see my ani, my, my, my poverty, am I doing? Uh, says, Jeremiah says in Eicha, right? See my ani, umuruda, like I'm, I'm embittered, I'm nothing, we have nothing to Jewish people after the destruction of the Mesh Mekdash. How is Jeremiah saying it? How is Jeremiah saying it? He, Hashem should put a hope in our, our, our in Yerachamim, because of our tsaris, because of all of the bad things that happened to us, because of Arachanah, when you get punched down, and you, you know, when you're no longer cocky, and you don't believe you can game the system. Now, you know, it's not even a, a conscious gaming the system, it's a subconscious game of gaming the system, that I can be, it's up to me, I can, I can, I can play the game of life, you know, I'm doing just, just fine and just dandy. Um... Uh, then it's Hashem that you realize it's always Hashem's Chasid. I'm having hope in Hashem's Chasid. His is, is, never ends. I'm not going to pick any, I'm just going to serve Hashem. There's no, the only real portion, says Tad David, as well as to love Hashem and fear Hashem. Therefore, I'll have a Yoichel. Even, again, we're not discussing this right now, the Ramban, the many people discuss this question of your Mamasha Rasha, Mamasha Rasha, and you'll be talking Hashem, it's Shaykh, it's still perhaps possible. To have, according to Ramban, uh, to have your, be talking be a fit, uh, some level effective. 
But there's no way to really have a talk on if you're sinning and then having a talk on. If we have had errors and at the point of Bitochan, uh, we realize, listen, we were in the moment of tshuva, a moment of feeling like, listen, I, I need to fix myself, then you can have Bitochan. But if you're like, at the moment you're sinning, very, very, very problematic to get Bitochan. There's a discussion, could a robber have Bitochan or not, how that works, and that's not for now. But on Pashtis, David realizes the way you have Bitochan is you believe in Hashem. Well, if you believe in Hashem, you want to do is Torah mitzvahs, um, albeit imperfect at times. And therefore, I can have true faith. Zedavri is ichazek hatikva, and this strengthens uh, hope and faith. Right? We believe Hashem is going to give me my, my portion, what I need. Because it means it, the one level leads to another. The first first level of hope in looking to Hashem's mercy, even when there's no promise. Is that David wanted was to be saved to salvation, right? That you know when you're when you're in a dire situation when things are challenging, David was feeling he always knew it could be better, and that's always why David never had yush, never had hopelessness. He was always fresh and had vitality and life to the till the end of his life. Uh, even in the most bitter circumstances, he's a person who's connecting to Hashem. He's, uh, he always had bitachon on the Hatzalah, and he was constantly saved, constantly successful, constantly becomes the king of Israel for all time and his descendants, uh, on Hashem's salvation, Yeshua, Bechassan, Hashem's giving. But it's a second to Echelas, that, that it should be Lahafik Rotson, that this whole situation should bring me closer to Hashem. Leskarev, love, right? And to, because we mentioned a, a couple of weeks ago that, that, that what David, Kirvas Hashem, what David really wanted was the closest to Hashem. He wasn't looking for comfortability. The fact that he had Teichelas to be in a better situation is because he wanted to have more of a capacity to connect to, uh, to Hashem. Remember, or Pnei Melech Chaim. I should see the Or Pnei Melech Chaim. You know, Rachamim, Tikva. Teichelis, uh, all of these words are all over Tzehelim. Um and, and it's, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't imagine, I honestly, I, I can't imagine, you know, not having our leaders like David and Rabbi Akiva, uh, who, who are the ultimate leaders of Kali Yisrael, the beloved leaders of Kali Yisrael, where Mashiach will come from, where Toshim Ba'olpah comes from, and I think the reason why is, is because real life, in all of us, anyone who ever hear this year, now in the future, real life is that we will always have moments that it would be easy to throw in the towel partially or fully. Um, for some people, it's today. Uh, you know, and the, the lessons of which David in, in Akiva is not their success in Torah and in Galus. You know, I mentioned about Aaron Cutler, his greatness was not his Torah galas. The reason why he was able to do so much was because he had this bitachon. The reason why Akiva would become from shepherd to the, the teacher of all times is because he had the bitachon. The reason David didn't give up as a kid or as a, or as a, as a, as a son-in-law who's no longer, not yet the king and is being met, or at any moment in his life or even at the moment of, for whatever David, if you can even call it a sin, 
his moment of, of reckoning with Nasan Hanavi and Bakshava, whatever that means, at that moment with total humiliation, not to give up on himself. It all came from Bitachan. I, I'm going to reiterate what I've said before. All of us, today, and all, all days of our lives, Hashem will put us in the, the, the best situation for us. We could be successful, um, uh, or we at times could lose our, some of our potential if we don't seize the moment. Uh, that's true in every day and every moment of our life. Right now, the stakes are higher. If the stakes are higher, there's even more of a room for Betachan. Because as when the Tzara is Krova, there's more of a reason to look to Hashem. It's not up to us. We're truly on Him. Each one of us has things which right now, it could be our health, it could be our family's health, it could be our finances, it could be our mental health. We're all on Him. We should have true tikva, true bitachan, and we'll see Hashem's rachamim and chesed, not just in the future, but even in our current situation, even in Masana. It should be a schutz for us to have a true Yeshua Bikarav. Okay, everyone have a good night. All right? Laila Tov, and we'll pick up that. So that's it for this week. We'll see you next Monday night, Mir Tzashem. Okay? Good night. Yes. Tell him tomorrow, though. Tell him tomorrow at 12.30. Okay. Okay, Laila Tov. Thank you. Thanks, Jason.